Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week. Spoiler free, I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are watching season one, episode 21, Salvation. Hmm. I didn't forget this episode. Hooray! <laughs> I'm hooray, so glad. Hooray! At I last. mean, still take a still take a drink. Yeah, just for funsies. <laughs> just for guys. funsies. I mean, we've said I've set a tone. Mm-hmm. Well, we're sort of at the end. We're at like mm. a, almost like a part one, part two kind of situation. Yep. Um, so we're recording both of the sort of finale episodes today. Mm. Um, and they're probably going to come out in the same week because I think you can't really talk about one without talking about the yeah, other, it's... and they're very like flowing into one yeah. another. So I mean, if you. It kind of feels like this needs to be, you know, how sometimes some shows, because it's such a big build up, they just mm-hmm. have like the last episode, but it's like a double length. Yeah. Like, like a double feature, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> so I might not do that because I don't want to, I know how long our episodes already yes. are a lot of the time. Seven um, hours later. <laughs> but I'll definitely be posting the two in, in the mm, same week. Mm, so mm. yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I didn't take a ton of notes, not because I no. didn't have a lot to say, but because like I have a lot to say mm. and it's more than what I could put in, in notes. Yeah. But let's let's start with who wrote and directed this episode. So we've got we've got our girls back. We've got Sarah Gamble and Raelle T- Tucker writing this episode, mm-hmm. and it's directed by Robert Singer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's a good episode. It's a it, I mean looks- these these two finale episodes are really really good episodes, and they I like how they they wrap up the the mm-hmm. season like. This will be a theme. This is not a spoiler. This will be a theme mm-hmm. throughout Supernatural, and that's why it got fifteen seasons. Yeah, is they know how to do a good season arc and wrap it up. Yeah. And not I'm just... not saying that they always successfully oh, or yeah, yeah, satisfactorily yeah. do it, but they no. really do know how to do a season finale. Oh, yeah. Like, this, that's, isn't, that's... this is not a, you know, it's not a Days of Our Lives kind yeah. of scenario. Um, or lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, any other show where you think of and you're like, really? I mean, Dexter. Season, last season of Dexter, who people who watch Dexter will 100% agree, yeah. hence why he's coming back for a limited series because yeah. – see what happened at Dexter. Yeah. So this is definitely not that. And you mm-hmm. definitely, and again, not spoiler for the whole show, mm-hmm. you definitely don't get that through the show. No. And again, we haven't actually seen season 15. I don't know if we've actually made that clear throughout this. We've, oh, we've, no. We've talked about it a lot ourselves, but um, we've both, I've seen up to season 14. You've yep. seen up to season 11. Yep. Not that she remembers any of it. No. <laughs> um, I've seen... This is all I am. I'm like our listeners who haven't seen the show. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, there's lots of podcasts where it's like one fan and one like new time watcher yep. watches the show. It's like that, except Cat has watched the yep. show and multiple times. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, neither of us have seen season fifteen. So, um, we I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. The the general vibe that I think we've gotten because we're both kind of trying to avoid spoilers is that we're not going to be satisfied. No, but we've got a while to get there. We've and- got a while. But let's actually start with yeah. the recap of this episode because yes, I, didn't, I, I skipped it. That's okay. I was like, I but skipped I need, this. I want to talk about it because I want to talk about Carry On My Wayward Son. Yeah. So um, I guess if you are a new viewer to Supernatural, if you've come to this kind of blind or you've never really watched it seriously, uh, Carry On My Wayward Son by um, Kansas mm-hmm. is kind of the unofficial theme song of Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And Great it's... Song. It, I don't think this is a spoiler because I think that it kind of, if you're new to this, kind of helps to bring you into the fandom. Um, mm-hmm. It's Definitely into the fold. Yeah. It's a song that has a lot of meaning to a lot of fans. Kansas actually played to welcome them on stage. They played Carry On My Way With Sun mm-hmm. um, at the 2017, I think, Comic-Con, Yep, um, which was like people lost their actual minds. Oh, yeah. people Go watch, watch the videos oh, on yeah. YouTube. The screaming levels. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost like reminiscent when the Beatles touched down in America. Yeah. There's very much because it's Hall H. There's the biggest hall in Comic Con. 
And yeah, people went absolutely fucking bananas. Mm. Uh, so it's a really meaningful song. Mm. And typically speaking from this season on, it is the song that is played at the season recap in the yep. last episode. Mm-hmm. This is the only season that doesn't happen because it actually happens in the second to last episode. Yep. So this one, Salvation. Um, but yeah, it doesn't happen on streaming services, which makes me think that there must be something really unique about season one because like Kansas is really into the fact that this song is like the unofficial anthem for the Supernatural oh, yeah, fandom. You- like they're on board. So it's clearly not an issue with mm. them giving the copyright because they would give it willingly and freely. Yeah. It has something to do with potentially recording studio or – but they've but it's in every other season. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like it's it, this is the only season that doesn't have the original music. And there's hmm. this this comes up in this episode and in um, Devil's Trap where they change the songs. But like this in particular, I'm like, but why? Like it's yeah, not an it makes issue no with sense. it's yeah. not an issue with Kansas. Like I can totally understand with how much ACDC they have that they're yeah, like, yeah, we can't afford this. Yeah, we can't but, afford uh, the ACDC, even though Stan is an Australian streaming service. But still, like, yeah. yeah, I get it. And, like, it's just really interesting that – and I was thinking about watching those last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I know from vague memory – I know everyone pause and laugh and have mm-hmm. a shot. Um, I know there's songs from other bands that, you know, definitely I remember them playing in certain parts. Mm-hmm. Like, when we were at the – when we had uh, Faith, I know there was a song. Mm-hmm didn't hear it yeah and literally i put the subtitles on and it told me general it was like general rock music playing and i'm like wait what (laughs) yeah so i i don't know what's different about season one specifically because every other season even if you're watching it on a streaming service does have the music that was originally broadcast but no idea i don't know someone answered my question w w it would have been the wb back then then. yeah um don't know if there was some kind of i don't know licensing right i don't know yeah who knows but yes, but I, yeah, if you're watching this on DVD or even I think if you purchase it on YouTube, basically anything other than a streaming service, the recap has Carry On My Way With Sound, yep. which is the first time that it plays. And obviously the fact that they didn't play it as the final like ep- episode wrapper means that they clearly didn't intend for it to become what it's become. Yeah. Um, but it, every time that song, oh, that yeah. song is if, like in my soul now. <laughs> yeah. If, if I hear that song, I, mm, there is. Like, there is, like, I must pause. It's like an anthem. It's almost like this just makes me – it brings me the feels because it's generally – it's a song, and they always play the slow bit, and it just – Yeah. It just – you go through the emotions. You're seeing recaps. You're having the fly. You're going through Mm -hmm. all the emotions you went through for the season, and you're like, yeah, you you carry on your way with something. Yeah, and I guess we'll talk a lot about this song and its impact because the language of it, like Wayward and all of that, Mm. comes in throughout the episodes. Mm. This song, Mm. so but yeah, song. It's a fucking great song. If you are if you did watch on a streaming service and you haven't experienced this, go go listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a banger. It is. It's a kind of a seventies rock banger. It is. It will if it doesn't bring you feelings. I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. I think that it probably brings us into our feelings because of our associations. Like I don't think it's inherently like a particularly emotional song. No, no offense, Kansas. Um, but I do think that it has so much implied meaning to. Oh yeah, the fandom, especially so. especially in season one where we are talking like we're da- there's a lot of complex emotions around the whole family unit and yeah. How things- relationships and you listen to the lyrics and then you're like, oh my god, this is this. And then obviously from then on in it. If you're a supernatural fan, you you hit Kansas. You're like, super. You you will find your pack. Yeah, in a bar. Absolutely, a 
hundred percent. And also, it took me an unusually long time to realize that Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas, that connection <gasps> took me a really long time. Cats only just click. It, it's, it's holy it's, shit! It all links together. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like I actually did not realize. I, I'm going to be over here staring at the window. You're like, <laughs> holy shit! While cats, while cats <laughs> processing, I'm going to start talking yeah. about this mm. episode. So episode starts we've got a priest mm-hmm. um a, we hear a woman talking we don't see her at first and she's like i need to talk to someone and then we obviously get the the camera the angle change and we see that it's meg so we obviously immediately in the as the audience are brought into the fact that this priest is in this dangerous situation mm-hmm. like this is not we don't know mm-hmm. what meg is um but we know that she somehow was able to survive a fall from a seven foot window yeah. like that she's after the um, not seven foot window because that's just as tall as Jared Padalecki, seven floor window. <laughs> like I'm sorry, that's just that's just Jared Padalecki has a window. Oh, I. <laughs> but seven f- seven floor, yeah, yeah, seven, several, seven, several, yeah. She's up so to, like she's fallen a great height. She, we know that she's murdered people. She, we know that she's working with the demon. Yeah, we know that um, she can speak things in her, her little cup. Her yes, magic her cup. little goblet. Her little goblet. Well, not a gauntlet. Gauntlet. Well, yeah, look. Yes. <laughs> so she's having this conversation and at first she's like, I'm, you know, I've sinned. I've, mm-hmm. I've had lustful thoughts. And we're like, Meg, we're aware. Oh, um, yeah. You've done some, look, don't want to be that guy, but you need to, you've done some other things. Like lustful thoughts are like bottom of your list of problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe like slicing some throat in. Mm-hmm. And then she leads in that she met this man, you know, really nice man. Yeah. And then she slit his throat and pulled his heart out. And this is where we get the flash of her eyes to black, mm-hmm. um, which we have seen once before in Phantom Traveler. And we that have. did mean demon. So immediately the priest steps back. And he's like, I know what you are. Uh, I know what you do. You're on hollow ground. You, you can't be here. You can't be here. And she's like, well, that might be for the minor leagues, but like <laughs> I'm something else. Yeah. And we're like, oh, wait, really? Oh, really? But then we get this flip, this twist. I love this. Look, this is Pastor Jim. I'm sorry for the reveal so early, but I'm obsessed with Pastor Jim because he's running away, like Meg's chasing him, and he runs downstairs and he runs into this full, like, hunter workshop that he has, like, guns on the walls. Hunter cave. It's like something out of the Matrix. It's so cool. Like, I am obsessed with Pastor Jim as, like, this is the only time we meet Pastor Jim. Yep. Unfortunately, we're about to watch his demise. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. Like, Every time I'm like, I need to know, I need his story. I need Pastor Jim, the mini-series. if you're out there. Listen. Yeah, Jensen. If you're just lurking on the edges, on the fringes, if you, come come if, into the fold. Come into the fold. And, less, and can we just have like a... A know, mini-series. A mini like Marvel-style mini-series oh, where yeah. it's like a one-off and you know you're not going to get like Limited seven series. Yeah. yeah. Tell us just a little, little bit of Pastor listen. Jim's story yeah, as yeah, a yeah. like... Because how does one go from being a pastor, you know, I mean, it's not like a big yeah. leap. But I like that. What is that backstory? What is that backstory? Is he, was he a pastor? Was he a hunter then mm-hmm. turned pastor and still did hunting on the side as a side mm-hmm. hustle? Or was he a pastor encountered not just a demon, but, mm. you know, let's say a vampire. Let's just say vampire. Okay. And then he's just like, supernatural's real. Like we've had throughout the series, mm-hmm. we've had normal people going about their lives and then, you know, supernatural happened and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like. You know, X Files. It's the truth is out there. Yeah, kind of thing. I like, like to think it's the second one that he was a person of faith who experienced something really dramatic, maybe yep. with a young John, possibly. Yes, 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 um, yes. And then came into this fold and then became this incredible hunter. Anyway, I need I need his story. Yep. Unfortunately, Jensen, yeah, Jensen get to it. Get to it. Snap, snap. <laughs> I know you're busy, <laughs> but get to it. Yeah. You have a production company. Snap, snap. Yeah, you own the rights. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, go Netflix. I'm sure they'll snap it up. <laughs> he's he's actually signed with CW. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, also, yeah. I mean, well, Warner Brothers, but like inherently the CW. CW. Yeah. Uh, but yes. So Meg is asking where the Winchesters are, um, and when he doesn't want to give up their location, he she kills Pastor Jim. Yeah, by and slicing his throat. By cutting his throat, which is her personal favorite. Oh, uh, <laughs> personal favorite murder Come on. method. And I, it's just this crazy, amazing mm, opening. Good, and yeah. you can definitely see in this episode that uh, Nikki A. Cox, who plays Meg, has gotten very comfy with this role and is really leaning into that really, like, campy, campy. dramatic. It's very um, siren, very siren Yeah. Like, oh, I know I've got good looks and I'm and very mm-hmm. cheeky, very, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, all of the things. Yeah. And she's really starting to get really comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, so John, we now cut, so that's cold mm-hmm. open. We cut to John, Sam and Dean. Uh, John is covering like everything he's yep. done in the last we're in Manning, years. Apparently we're in Manning, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything that he knows and about the about the demon. Two things. Mm-hmm. So I have two thoughts just right okay. here. First one is flashing onto the walls and seeing all the different mm-hmm. things. I was getting beautiful, a beautiful mind. Mm-hmm. Also a mix of um, Charlie from Always Sunny and Further. Yeah, where it's going. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. we'll You've seen it. the meme even if you haven't seen the show. Yeah, yeah. You know the meme. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, this is the first time Dean's wearing a Dean, um, is, is wearing a Dean jacket. No, I rephrase that. Dean is wearing a denim jacket. Mm, it's like this really light jacket. Yeah, He's- I was like, is that, I had to pause. I'm like, mm. is that a Dean jacket? 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 Is, is that a denim jacket? Yes. The answer is yes. Or a jean jacket. Maybe I just say jean jacket. I'll probably say, look, I'm just going to stop there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Continue. Sorry. So he, they're talking, they're having this conversation, and John says that there are signs of this demon and that it actually has attacked quite a few times, mm-hmm. even since Mary was murdered. Yep. Um, and, and that it seems to be attacking, um, the mothers or the families of boys and, or girls who are turning six months old. So Sam, On the dot, yeah. Sam was exactly six months old when Mary died, which mm. is obviously very symbolic. Like it, it has an implication of like ritual about it, that it's mm. very exact. And. Always at night. Yeah. There's, there's normally weather events. There's generally a pattern of weather events prior mm-hmm. to the, to the season demon, I'm calling it the season demon because we mm-hmm. don't know what it is. We just know yeah. it's a demon. Um, don't know what it's type of demon. Um, and that it's yeah, very like there's patterns and mm-hmm. Sam hearing this is like, hang on, mm-hmm. were there signs when this happened to Jess? Mm-hmm. And it turns out there was. Yes, and this actually cuts back to something that I think we talked about in the pilot, which is that Dean saw sort of an electrical storm kicking up, and he yeah. heard kind of like sounds on the radio and that's how he knew Sam was in danger and that was cut out of the pilot for time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like it sort of all links in and props to Jensen because he would know this had been cut out but he still had this kind of like understanding look on his face yeah. like, oh, yes, I remember, Yeah. Um, which is, uh, you know, nice nice continuity. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't know at the time Behind that the scenes. how obsessed people were going to get with this oh, television yeah, yeah, show yeah, 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 yeah. but I appreciate his continuity. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the uh, the effort, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the craft as one would say Yes. in the biz. Thanks, thanks Jensen. Uh, and all of the signs now are pointing to a place called Salvation, Iowa, mm-hmm. which is where they're heading. Yep, off to Salvation. And so they're driving there. Um, John's in his John Mobile, his his what we would call a Ute, but I guess is a truck, a uh, pickup truck, a pickup truck. I also, I'm still calling it the pickup truck from 
uh, Route 666. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, maybe they were just like, we'll just reuse this truck. We'll just take the lights since off. Since we have it on the lot. Like, yeah, we'll just take the lights off. I mean, yeah. we're season one. Yeah. We're we, season one. We, we used all of our budget already on the 100,000 bees back in Bugs. So many bees. So many bees lost their life that day. <laughs> yeah. So many. Yeah. <laughs> so many actors and directors were unnecessarily stung for something that didn't even show up on camera. Right. Um, but they're on the road, and this is when John hears about Pastor Jim, which we saw in the cold open. And he pulls off into what I call a swamp. Mm-hmm. And John is really feeling the emotions of mm. losing someone, losing a family friend, essentially yep. a fellow hunter. They all knew Pastor, Pastor yeah. Jim. Yeah, growing up. And um, I don't think this is the last. Oh, we, we heard, I think we maybe heard about Pastor Jim in Something Wicked. I think they were saying at the end, they were like, oh, yeah, dad took us to Pastor Jim, Jim. and then went back to try and find the Striga and couldn't. So yeah. Pastor Jim's clearly had a part of their lives. Yeah. Um, and again, like I, I said this last week, but just absolute props to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, like, you know, to give us so much information about the relationship Pastor Jim had in their lives and like mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. close John felt to him. Like, yeah. he, they give us a Brother lot. Brother of arms, essentially. Yeah, the, absolutely. The vibe. You're starting to see also, you're starting to see the opening of the world of hunters and how they stay connected. And when one of them does die, Mm -hmm. how it has a ripple effect throughout the hunter community, essentially. Exactly. And so John is clearly in mourning and he's like, I don't care. This ends now. Like this is, this is where this stops. Yeah. Um, because his throat was slit. It's, there's signs of sulfur. Yeah. The the obvious conclusion is that it was a demon, demon, which kind of confirms that Meg is actually a demon. demon. And it's really interesting. John says killed by a demon or someone possessed by a demon, which is interesting in the way law then develops for yep. supernatural. Natural. And I guess I think we'll just talk about it because otherwise I'll forget and we'll never talk about it again. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever encounter a situation after John makes this statement where a demon is not possessing a person. Yeah. Except, I don't think I've remembered no. that happening. And when and if we do, there's like an exception to the rule. There's yeah. a reason. Like if we, there will be, and this is not we're not spoiling. There yeah. will be because C fifteen seasons. Yeah, but I don't think it's like consistent with what no, this law is. No, what this law is saying. No, so no I no, don't no. think after this episode because at the end there's sort of an implication that there's something that is not a human yep. that happens but yep. after this that kind of doesn't happen again nope um we don't ever see a demon exist unless this happens in season 15 guys but like yeah we, that would that be the biggest plot twist um here they finally come back and lo- roll, yeah, roll after, up this after law. 14 seasons like wait a minute we should go <laughs> back where we, we started. should we should fix some of our law plot holes yeah look we're gonna season 15 the you know the the pothole edition like yeah. <laughs> plot, plot hole edition yeah, like um but yeah uh, so i guess i just I, I the next two episodes really set up a ton of the demon lore yeah yeah they really um, do i just wanted to point out that that particular piece never plays out again except in this episode yeah and just, the demons are always possessing a person yeah um regardless of what um as meg said major or minor league yeah a demon and again it's not really we're going to spoil anything the lore yeah. is that for a demon to come to Earth, it needs a body. Yeah. And so that's not really breaking any – that's not a spoiler. I mean, that's just normal law anyway. Like, a demon generally needs a host. I mean, that's just common knowledge. Yeah, and I don't think it's um, spoiling any law to say that this is not the last time we encounter demons no. as characters. Again, see 
15 seasons. Yeah. They get to Salvation. They realize mm. they've got to search down every nearly six-month-old child that lives in this town. Those boys. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... Three men going into different hospitals going, hey, I just need to see some birth records of uh, the last six months. Ah, no. So I think that this is probably why they have fake IDs. Uh-huh. Also, they don't get changed. They're just still in their same clothes. Yes. And why I was like, lol. Which is, these always, which is always my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I was like, lol, these disguises. And then when they do go in, mm-hmm. when I think it's John is looking at some birth certificates, I'm like, lol, these birth certificates. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's like, it looks like a marriage certificate. Yeah. I mean, that kind of was what birth certificates look like probably True. until like, like 70s, 80s. Well, not even, like, the the 2010s. Like, they're still quite fancy pants, like, Mm. birth certificates. Um, And my marriage certificate looks like that. Yeah. Um, But I also have my, like, proper legal one. So I did like, so we've got um, John is looking, we've got Sam sort of sitting, rifling through things. Mm -hmm. Dean walks into (laughs) hospital and the very, very attractive, very, very dolphin girl perks up immediately and is like, how can I help you? I just want to say, in the real world, if someone <laughs> as good looking as Jensen Ackles walked into my realm, I'm like, I can't talk to you. No, I can't make eye contact with you. I can't process in my brain. Do you know why? Because he's too good looking. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> but I mean, for her, she also <laughs> she is also good looking. So yes. I feel like, and I mean, for us average trolls. Average people who need makeup to make us look passable yes. as a human. Um, I feel like if you're, I mean, feel free to correct me, guys. I feel like if you have a, you're that good looking genetically mm-hmm. and just it all works, I feel like you get like a sprinkle of confidence and yeah, charisma. That's that true. You, you just, you're self aware that you know you're good looking. Yeah. So you can just carry it. Hence why she's able to, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Like I feel because she knows that she's good looking. Yeah. Whereas I would have immediately broken into a cold sweat. Oh yeah. I would have just been like, oh, what? <laughs> I would have, yeah. Yeah. You know, drooled like, somewhat, lost myself, flooded my basement, all of the yeah. things. So I have a friend um, who, I, who, who I won't name, but she's, she's, I mean, she's, I, she's gorgeous, but she was at like a um, professional kind of meetup thing reasonably recently. And there was a gentleman there that was, she's like unnecessarily good looking was the description. Unnecessarily good looking. I love and the description. And she, he kept talking to her and she was just like stressed the whole time <laughs> because she's like, this person is one of the most attractive people that's ever been near me. And he's just being like normal and charismatic and wonderful and being very nice and like friendly. Mm. And she was just like, I can't handle this. Like yeah. I, every word that comes out of my please mouth could be, be the, an asshole. Like, like, yeah, please. Yeah. No, he was, he was delightful apparently. And that made it much harder because then she was like, just my brain can't handle this. So, so and I think that's human, much more. Yeah. My reaction would be if I ever saw anyone as attractive as Jensen Ackles wander into my work, I'd be like, <laughs> someone else needs to help you because I can't. No. <laughs> yeah. You or no. <laughs> or you just pass out like an like a possum, like an American <laughs> possum. I just like, or, a, oh, or a Victorian d- lady. I yeah. would I'd just get the vapors and pass out. Um yep, yep, but, yep. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so sorry, that was such a sidebar, but welcome mm. to this podcast. Uh-huh. So they are looking around. 
Sam's leaving a medical center and he starts to have some visions. It looked like he was reading a like a Bible, but I know I, I think it was, was just a lot of records that he yeah. had, like a lot of papers. I don't think he was a reading reading a Bible. That's why I was like, it looks like a Bible, probably not a Bible. No, I think he was just reviewing all the birth records yeah. that he obtained. Yeah. So he started to have visions about this kind of he could hear a train and it was this obviously this woman with a like a, a young baby. Yep. And obviously it's a nursery. Yeah, and with some lights with some clowns. Yes. We'll come back to the yeah, subject we of will. clowns. Don't yeah, worry, guys. Yeah, we will. I have some things to say about clowns. And obviously we've experienced throughout this season that Sam has visions about things that are related to the demon and yep. related to this story. Yep. And um, so he obviously immediately starts to try and find that house and, yep. like, you know, near a railway and, like, all of these elements that he's searching for. Mm-hmm. And he eventually finds it and he happens to kind of run into the the mum and the little girl. And I'll say in general, because Sam's not always great at <laughs> maintaining composure, he does manage to not terrify this poor woman. Yeah, um, true. Like Sam has on occasion, provenance is a good example of mm. him having zero chill. Um, yeah. But he manages to play play out a story yep. that doesn't make you want to be like, go inside and call the police because I think Oh, my husband's story. here. Good. Get the purpose right. Get the purpose right. Get the purpose right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he finds out that her daughter, um, he, the girl, the woman's name is Monica. Her daughter Rosie is six months old today. today. Yeah, and he's it's the woman he's seen in his vision. It's the house in his vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, of course, is like this. This is this, it. This is the one. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, he goes and tells Dean mm-hmm. and John. Obviously, Dean immediately believes and understands what's going yep. on. And haven't been through those adventures. Yes, John, of course. On brand, is all on I'm going to say. On brand. Just does not believe him. He's like, this is a bunch of hooey. And I'm yep. like, okay, first of all, take several seats, Matt. Secondly, Sam is visually, audibly very upset mm-hmm. and very stressed right now. Mm-hmm. And I love how he just disregards him. Like he's just, he's throwing a tantrum because he didn't get a chocolate bar. Like it's yeah. very like, hang on, read the room, mate. You know yeah. Sam's, you know Sam's smart. Why He would never just go off kilter for no mm-hmm. reason. And sort of following on from Dead Man's Blood, Dean is immediately on Sam's side. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's immediately like, no, this is real. And he's like, well, in that case, why didn't you tell me? And Dean's like, I called <laughs> you when this happened and it went back in home. Sam called you um, during, When I was dying. Yeah, when you were dying in episode name escapes me right now. We tried to call you. We tried to get in contact with you. And we couldn't. Like, we had more chance of winning the lottery than speaking to you. Even when I was literally dying, and there was mm. nothing. Yeah, literally could, dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, like I don't know what you wanted us to do. And yeah, like we've we've done everything we're meant to do. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting twist for Dean. Obviously, something that sort of was building through our dead man's blood of him not having John's nonsense and not just taking his side, taking Sam's side, and actually standing up to his father. Hmm. And John even says, he's like, I don't really like your tone, but I'll. And I'm like, well, this is is your 26-year-old grown-up Yes, I'm standing up for himself. I think we're seeing the flaw-on effects from Dead Man's Blood. Like Dean's on Sam's side. Dean is standing up to his father. And his dad is taking a slightly more respectful perspective. Well, he has no choice, really. mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem here. It's like, yes, he's doing that, but he's. Because his hand's been pushed that way because two against one. And he knows his boys are strong because he's built them that way. Yeah. And not just physically strong. He knows that they're not, they're emotionally, I mean, Uh, we've talked about it. But (laughs) but, 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 but,
they can look after themselves. Yeah, and that they're not – they don't just make stuff up. They don't over-dramatize things. They don't embellish. So if they're saying that Sam is having visions, Sam is having, having visions. visions. And it's not a – yeah, it's it's not a – you know, again, he's not talking about a tantrum. Mm-hmm. So phone rings. Sam answers. It's Meg. It's phone. It's his little, like – uh, yes, not not Samsung, fake, but like a Motorola kind of. So it's Meg, and she's explaining that she is with a friend of theirs, Caleb, who was the person that told John the pastor Jim had died. Mm-hmm. And Caleb is obviously a well-known hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, I know John's with you because at first Sam's trying to, you know, be like, I don't know where my dad is, and she's like, I don't have time for this. Um, yeah, I love that she's like, I got no nonsense right now. Yeah, and I will say having Sarah and Rael at the helm mm. for this episode means that the dialogue, particularly for female characters, is a, a little elevated than sometimes what Very it has purpose. been in previous episodes. Mm, yeah. um, we will continue to talk about how they write female characters in the television show Supernatural. But this one, I sort of sense the difference, and I think that maybe Sarah and Rael also had maybe a better grasp of Meg is and like what Nikki was capable of, and you is you just see it like yeah, it's more she's, well, yeah, she's very like purposeful in this. That's episode. why I say like on purpose, and also mm-hmm. I like how again I've noticed when they, especially this episode, because we do have female writers. Mm-hmm. Meg is pushing the story mm-hmm. along. She's not dragging it out. Yeah. Um, not that there's a problem with it, but, we you know, when you've got 45 minutes and this needs to be an impactful episode because it's the second last episode of the season, you can't just be going off looking at talking about doctors' backstories that have no, like, they have nothing to do with the actual plot of yeah. the episode or season arc. Yeah, and I think they give Meg a lot of agency and they give her a little bit more fun as well. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, well, <laughs> <laughs> so much to talk about well, that I can't talk about yet. But like, yeah, yeah, they give yeah. her a little bit more fun. They give Nikki a little bit more of a playground to be. Yeah, and she clearly, like I said, l- siren. She is a siren. She really, she really see because, like, I think when you first meet Meg and thus Nikki in Scarecrow, and even a little bit in Shadow, both of which are really good episodes, mm. they don't really give her a huge chance to shine, and the dialogue can be a little bit clunky here and, and there. very dry. And so it's like, but this is this episode, and then the next episode, you really get a chance to see her sort of shine as an actress. Oh yeah, and I really enjoy that because I think sometimes the reason we think, particularly female actresses or actors, I should say, are not maybe very good, is because people don't know how to write women. See Route Six Six Six. Yes, and so it doesn't give them the opportunity to really shine. Mm. Anyway, that was such a digression. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, true. I mean, very true. And. This is where you like this when I first watched this TV show, um, watched Supernatural for the first time. This was the first time I was like, I like this man. Mm-hmm. I want, I, I want her to stick around. Like, yeah, this can we have like this, this? Yeah, and the, and the reason is because, she, like you said, she's got agency, she's on purpose, mm-hmm. she's not here for bullshit. She's yeah. just, she's not here to fuck spiders. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. So Meg is talking to John and she's like, I know you have the cult. Mm-hmm. This is you declaring war. Yep. And she she's like, give us the cult. And, you know, she gives the phone to Caleb. Yeah. Caleb's don't like, don't give them anything, whatever they say, blah, blah. Yep. And John sort of stands firm in that. And so she kills Caleb. And I like, I don't like seeing character deaths. Nope. But I do like that she doesn't hesitate. I do nope. like that she is evil. You yeah, know, she's a demon. De- demons are evil. <laughs> and so there is nothing. 
holding her back from murdering someone yeah. to make a point. And so I kind of appreciate the lack of grey. Yeah. Um, in the same way that in later series seasons, maybe I'll appreciate the the presence of a lot of grey. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really like that. I really like that they don't make her flim flammy and like wishy washy. Like she's, she's like, a female. Okay, you don't want to. You don't want to give me what I want. Great. Here's your friend dead. Yeah, and she even says that. She's like, I don't want to have to keep going through and killing more hunters, mm-hmm. but if you leave me no choice and not give me the coal. Yep. So she actually slicey, says, slicey. We're, we're, doing, we're going to keep doing what we're doing and your friends, anyone who's ever helped you, gave you shelter, anyone you've ever loved, they'll all die unless you give that gun. And you do believe it. Like she's killed two people already in the course of this and episode. And then she's also said that she's also killed others mm-hmm. when she was talking at the beginning of this episode to yeah. pass a gym. She's mm-hmm. like, I've killed some people, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, cool. She's not, again, not here to fuck spiders. She just wants the cult mm-hmm. because that's whatever, that's the task that she's been given by, I don't know, her demon team leader. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's been given to her by the demon yes. um, that they're, they're hunting. I but... like to call him the team leader, the team leader demon. Okay. Because, you know, she's a minion and he is a team leader. It's, it's an organization, I feel. Sure. <laughs> the demon organization. That's why I'm just sure. going with. Basically, you know, explain things. So at this point, John's like, okay, fine, I'll meet you. I'll give you the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys are like, um, excuse me. Yeah, they're like, excuse me. Uh, the demon we've been hunting our whole lives is mm-hmm. about to, this is about to go down and yeah. you're out, out here going, hey, Meg, I'll throw you a cult. Yeah. Um, he's like, no one knows, aside from a few vampires, no one knows what the cult looks like. I'm just going to give her a fake cult. And they go and they get one from the antique dealer. Mm-hmm. John is going to go and meet Meg and, mm-hmm. you know, stop her killing all of their friends. And mm-hmm. the boys are going to go and actually take out the demon. And it is so interesting that this is the choice. That yeah. it's like John is giving up his chance for revenge in order to save others. And mm. he's giving it to his boys. And I just, it's a lot, you know? It really is. Because you would, seeing how hell-bent he has been this whole season. Mm-hmm. And then for him to, actually, boys, you got this. It's yeah. like, I appreciate, but also, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it, 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 it Look, yeah. Look, I had a stroke. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense at the end of the episode as to why this choice was made and why. And then obviously in the last uh, episode of the season, it sort of sets up a bit more. But at the moment, you're just like, this seems like a choice mm. that wouldn't have, you would not think would happen. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting that, that John is making this decision and being like, mm. I don't need to be the one to kill them. Mm. I just need to know that dies yeah i just need to know that you take it out mm-hmm. so john goes to lincoln um he goes to this creepy old warehouse mm-hmm. um you really see robert singer loves a lot of like 70s movies and 70s cinematography <laughs> and you really get that in all of the smoke and the steam in this it's beautifully the oh, cinematography beautiful. is really mm. really beautiful um mm. and we sort of see him kind of skulking around and he puts uh, a couple of crosses in some water like in the uh, like water tank that's yeah, on the water roof. Tank. I also like the seat, like the shot. It's very like mm. the whole where in the water, where yeah. where in the tank as the as the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he put in um like his rosary. I mean, I'm yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, so his rosary. Yeah. Well, it's yeah a yeah. rosary that, I, and then he says a, some things. Yeah. What did I say? I don't remember what I said. Crosses. Crosses. Yeah. So he put I mean, some like ro- yeah. He said put his rosary in there. Um. So I have a fun fact that. I guess just doesn't play out in this version of the world, but in our world, only a priest can make holy water. I mean, it makes sense. So you as a regular human person can't make holy water. Unless, we don't know if John has not been ordained. He is friends with Pastor Jim. That's true. I don't think so. 
but I, I guess for me, I was kind of like, they probably don't know that information. And I mean, also, I you can always just argue in this version of mm. the world, yeah. like this version of yeah. this, reality. Uh, this universe. Yeah, that it's, you know, you don't have to be a priest. But here in here in the in this world, um, yeah, Podcast you have to be a world, priest. Yes. So there we go. Podcast world. Podcast world, which is <laughs> the real world. Or mm-hmm. is it? I don't know. Good to know because I didn't want to know that. I just yeah. assumed that. I mean, it makes sense. You need to be mm-hmm. of, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't be making holy water. That would not be holy water. That would just be water or vodka. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in case you were ever thinking of making holy water, you do need to get it from a priest. But even a drop of holy water is holy and will make the remaining water holy, if that makes sense. So what a lot uh... of, so if you want to, if you have like special holy water that's maybe been blessed by the Pope or you've been blessed by an archbishop, um, sorry, Catholic corner here. Uh, what yep. you can just do is um, dilute it. And so you would have like your jug of like pure holy water and then you'd maybe put like a tablespoon in your like holy water for your but, mass for the day. Yeah. And that all of that water becomes immediately holy water. Yeah, right. So it's like, it's like a, it's almost like faux because faux has a master stock. Yes. It's, yep. No, very good analogy. <laughs> I'm like, no, like no, I master- really I love, I love that the, the uh, a, a Pope's, Holy water is the master stock. I mean, if it's it, it, the mass, it's it's not inaccurate. Um, I'm obviously speaking very specifically from like a Catholic perspective. Yeah. Um, but I sh- I don't know. Do they? Do no. they do? They don't do communion and other. No. no. <laughs> like, no, no. I mean, look, we'll talk about this because Catholicism is going to come up a lot in the next fifteen seasons. Yep. We'll um, see. but Catholicism yeah. is adjacent so to you- magic in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you've just said to me, I did not know this. I just. Mm-hmm. Sh- I just assumed that you could drop a rosary in anything and it would become holy. Yeah, I mean, might learn. I mean, but also, it does mean that if I go to mass, mm-hmm. I am not Catholic, so I don't know if I'll burn if I go into a Catholic church. I mean, for other reasons, also, but also, I'm not Catholic. It's good to know that I can just get like a, a like essentially, you know, like you get those mini bottles when you go mm-hmm. to like when you stay at a hotel, you can get mini bottles of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I can just get a mini bottle of that and then just yeah. Add that to like a pool of water. Yeah, and the whole thing's holy. Yeah, and I'll be like, Sweet. you're welcome, um, hunters out there. Yeah, doing to... the needful, doing Want... that needful. Mm-hmm. Um, just go get yourself a, a mini bottle of uh, some holy water. Mm-hmm. Preferably blessed by the Pope if you're yeah, a Yeah, if you've got a, some Pope water, good yeah, for you. Yeah, I mean, good for you. Gold, liquid mm-hmm. gold, liquid as such. gold, worth a lot. Master stock, Depending the, the, the master of master stocks. Yeah, can't but get also... more popier than the Pope. Right? Oh, really? Oh. Not in the Catholic Church. Wait, are you doing a bit? No. Or are you dead serious? I'm dead serious. I mean, above the Pope is God, but there's no one else. Like, the Pope is Wait. the leader of the Catholic Church. Who are you thinking of? I think it's Archbishop. I thought an Archbishop. I'm having a moment. I'm just. No, no. Archbishop's. No, no. Uh-huh. Uh, Report pope. into Pope. Yes. So. It, yeah, got yeah. you. And then Popey is. Yeah. Direct line to. Thank you for attending Catholic Corner. Yeah. <laughs> Cat's learned some things today. She's learned about Kansas. She's learned about I mean, it's a it's it's a trivia day. It's trivia. It's true. I mean, yeah. If you're ever at trivia and they have like a religious section, you're gonna be going doing so much better. Yeah, master stock of uh, holy water. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> they um. So yes. So John is trying to maybe plan ahead, doing some fence business. Yeah, doing he- some what you would expect a, a you know a well organized. Um, knowledgeable hunter to do. Mm-hmm. He's not what he, he you no. Know, he suffers no fools. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. He's going in there prepared. He knows the cult is not the cult, so he needs to have some insurance. Mm-hmm. So she, he meets up with Meg 
and mm-hmm. another demon who I've just found out is called Tom. I don't think he gets a name. No, he's, she's just episode. like my friend, and a friend just skulks out from the darkness. And she's like, he's not as fun as me. I'm like, Meg, I appreciate you being horny. I actually kind of really like that element of her yeah. character that she's just like again, she is a siren. Yeah, and she's like, you know, like I think she even says to John like, hey, you're like. I see, I see where, where the, the boys get their looks. Yeah. yeah, And I'm like, fair. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a like yummy, is, beefy daddy. He is a, those words. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. I was like, would I? Yeah, I would. Yeah. 100%. I like how you're like, Kat, this is not a Johnny Come Lately moment. This is, this, yes. You have an opportunity now to, to be on the right side of history and say, yes, I would have sex well, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. have. Because <laughs> they have. I mean, I was just like, hang on. I had to think about that because I haven't. Even though I've seen him, I was like, have have I seen him? Mm-hmm. I've done the maths. You've done the maths. It checks out. It all checks out. I'm a scientist. So he hands over the cult and she gives it to Tom, allegedly. I mean, friend. Tom, Tom the demon. <laughs> Tom the t- what a ne- Sorry if your name is Tom, but Tom, Tom the, the demon. demon. <laughs> Not a great name. No. Meg the demon, yes. Yes. Tom, Tom the, the demon, demon, no. It sounds like he he was um, possessed in a hardware store. You know what yes. I mean? Like it just, yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, ah, oh, it doesn't ins- not inspired. Yeah. Not inspired with Tom the Demon. Um, she gives it to Tom the Demon and Tom the Demon is kind of looking at it and then he shoots Meg, which is I exactly mean, what you should do if you think you've yeah. been given a cult that can kill every I do demon. love that even though Tom is basic. Like we Tom just, the Demon. Tom the Demon is basic. Yeah. But I just love that he's just like, hmm, kabang. And it's yeah. just like. Of oh. course. And this is Sarah and Rayel. I really appreciate your pacing. I really appreciate you both because this is a really, really good episode. It's really well written. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what you would do if you're yeah. given a gun that allegedly can Kills kill people. Anything. And so, duh. It's so good. It's so good. And obviously Meg is like, you just shot, shot me. me. Some Just some <laughs> solid t- 10 out of 10 dialogue. She obviously gets really mad at John. And John's like, how would I meant to know that it didn't work? I have never used it on anything. And she's like, I have no time for this, John. I've just been shot. Yeah, and this is where it was like, yes, Sarah and Rail giving his dialogue, giving Nikki mm-hmm. a chance to just get up to eleven on it, and um, John obviously runs away. He enacts this plan that we saw him start, which is that he turns on the fire system. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, sprinkler system. Sprinkler system. That's mm. like, and obviously it's actually holy water, which means that Tom the demon and Meg, because he's basic, can't get across that. And that's well, he his- tries. Yeah, and, and then he starts to. Smoke up. Yes. And I'm like, of course, because you're Tom a demon. Yeah. And so John runs outside. His truck has had the tires slashed, so he's running away. And eventually he gets caught by Tom the demon and Tom by Meg. Um, Tom the demon. In the meantime, the boys are outside the house. They're trying to figure out what to do. Sam's like, maybe we could get them out of the house. We say if it's a gas leak. And Dean's like, when has that ever actually worked? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, well, maybe we could tell them the truth. He's like, no. Yeah, when's that? Also, when has that ever worked? Like, so, and they're sort of waiting and then they hear static in the car radio and they start to see this storm whipping up. So all of these signs, mm-hmm. they run into the house. The husband is there and immediately attacks them because obviously they're just two enormous strangers in his house. Yeah. So props to I mean, him for J- being like, I can take you to one. I mean, at this point, Jared Padalecki is like a troll-sized person coming yes. through. And- no offense, Jared no, Padalecki. No, but I'm just saying, like, if I was at home, you know, eating my dinner, reading a book, or, you know, mm-hmm. just do, go, potting around the house, and old mate comes flying through and starts screaming that there's a demon that's going to kill my child, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to scream a lot and, and try and throw whatever's near me. 
Nine times a day, we'll probably be a crochet hook, which does nothing. Yeah. Um, but they run upstairs because um, he's yelled to Monica, his wife, that to, like, get the baby, baby. get because, you know, there's these strange men in the house. They and they're like, no, 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 them. don't go in there. And obviously she goes in and the demon is there. And yep. this is what I was saying. There's, like, this is the only time I think in the show where a demon doesn't have corporeal form because it sort of looks like the figure of a man, but it can disappear at will and it kind of yep. doesn't seem to have the same existence in this world yeah it doesn't and have the same kind of, rules yeah it doesn't seem to be inhabiting a body and i don't think we see that again no in the show like no. we always see demons needing to inhabit a body yep which i just think is really interesting um so she's now on the roof dare i say mary style mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> she's freaking out and also she's also wearing a white nightgown and, and i'm like in 2000 and what no, six by then yeah, now six, i imagine like five six i'm sorry you're wearing- you just had a baby. I mean, I've not had child or ever will have child. It's not sure. Cho- I, I kind of feel like that's a choice for someone who's older. Well, I, I obviously they're trying to draw parallels with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, that's why she's wearing this nightgown. But it's obviously like if it, it is not what nightwear looked like. No. In like it was it's so far removed. From it's the so nightwear it's so that it seems weird. It seems like she picked up at like an antique shop. Yeah. Like she went op shopping and she was like, this is a cute nightgown. That my grandmother wore, you yeah. know, it's not cute, girl. girl it's not, cute. but yeah, obviously it's meant Monica, to draw par- par- parallels with with Mary, but it is just so out of place. It's like anachronistic. How it could have been, it would have been better for is. me if she was wearing. So like, because back then it would have been silk because Victoria's Secret was really pushing that yeah. silk. If it was like a silk, not sexy lingerie. We're not saying that, like, but like a no, silk slip. Sim- yeah, similar construction, but like modernized. Modernized, like. I just, like it was. It's, it's very frumpy. Place. It's very frumpy because you see it and you're like, oh, I see what you're going for here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Mary 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, they are trying to rescue the baby. The demon is there. Um, Sam's in the room. Sam's there. He, 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 he hesitates for just slightly too long and he shoots the gun and it just goes through the demon. This is what I mean. Like the demon just disappears. Yeah, like he like evaporated to, or able to discorporate or something. And. They're getting the the kid out. The um, cot cot catches on fire, which is a new one. Like yes, a new one. I was like crazy. Oh, I... Catches on fire, like in the nick of time of Dean, like grabbing, like because Sam's like mm-hmm. Dean grabbed the baby because he because Sam's grabbed Monica, the mum, mm-hmm. and is getting her out of the room, and she's screaming for the baby, and Dean's already like on it, mm-hmm. and it's like if he had hesitated for like even two seconds, the baby and that cot would be kabushka. Yeah, exactly. So they run, obviously go run outside. Um, mm-hmm. The house is now on fire, and again, the clearly the demon doesn't have a body because it's standing in the flames. And you yep. can sort of see that. He's outline. in a trench coat. Like again, what yeah. the same kind of we're seeing the same silhouette we saw in the very first episode where this yes. all happened. Exactly. Except for he's now facing the boys. Yes. And one reveal that we do get is that this demon has yellow eyes, mm-hmm. and all the demons we've seen so far have black eyes. Yep. Sam's trying to get back into the house. He's like, no, I can take it. I can take it. And Dean's like, this is suicide. This is suicide. The house is on fire. Afterwards at the hotel room, um, Dean's trying to contact John and Sam's just like really angry because he's like, if I'd gone back in, I would have been able to end this. Yeah. And Dean's like, no, you would have been dead. And yeah, like, I don't want to bury you. Yeah. And I think that this is, this is that like this flip that on the outside, Dean is very happy-go-lucky and very flippant mm-hmm. and very like, devil may care but on yep. the inside is like incredibly caring and incredibly thoughtful and yep. incredibly like Almost loving it's very maternal mm. like there is very much the 
he he's the glue that holds this family together which exactly. no no one saw coming exactly whereas sam like externally is very you know very thoughtful and very caring and mm-hmm. and all of that sort of thing but like he's very much driven by revenge in the same way that john is driven and that by and revenge gene does say he's like you're very you're just like dad yeah and it's like oh revenge at any cost and dean's like no because i'm the one that will have to bury you it's really yeah it feels really i was like dean like dean comes like he has the moxie he has his one-liners he's a little bit cheeky he's very flirtatious he's got you know all these Mm -hmm. things but when he says something that's really powerful it just has to be a sentence Mm -hmm. again props to jensen yes the way it's delivered it's the timing it's everything Mm -hmm. he gets these one-liners and it cuts you. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that's not just a soap. Like, this is not just yeah. an actress. He gets he gets Dean. He gets the situation. Mm-hmm. He gets it all. And I enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. And he he's even saying, like, it looks like I'm keeping it together, but I'm really not. And if I don't have you, mm-hmm. I don't have dad, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I again, we talked about this last week with Dead Man's Blood. Like, the reason this show is what it is is because of the actors who bring so much more to the table than just no, not this show deserves Eric Kripke you deserve the world but like this show at this time yeah like it, it the world like it was the other day, days of the OC it was the, yeah like, it, was it was like very, Grey's Anatomy mm, had just started like mm, again no offense to any of these shows but like it was just it had substance because there was dedication yeah because Jensen sees this character and goes mm. okay let's go a layer deeper because Jared sees this character and goes, okay, let's go lay deep. And you've got someone like Jeffrey D. Morgan who's like, I'm just a fantastic actor. Yeah. And I'm going to can... go layers of deeper. And I'm going to so... match pace. And I feel like because Jensen and Jared go deeper, mm-hmm. they set the tone and the pace mm-hmm. for when you do have side characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to bring it up, Route 666. Mm-hmm. It didn't work because there was no chemistry. There was nothing yeah. there. wasn't the acting, but I feel like that actress – wasn't it was it didn't make sense yeah and there was not enough going deeper mm-hmm. whereas when we see in Providence with yep. the um the, the painting yes and Sam with the art dealer mm-hmm. there was again they both went deeper yeah it, they went deeper together not a euphemism I mean, I mean it could have been who knows but there's I think that's we will see this trend throughout this this whole yeah. series, and because they have such incredible chemistry with each other, and oh, like yeah. they, you know, really are brothers in the real world as well, and yep. that just adds so much more. So hmm. this it really elevates this story yep. of this person who has this outward persona and an inward persona, and mm-hmm. that's kind of why they're beloved characters. Like, yeah, not just because of the writers, um, and many of which are amazing, some of which um and not just because eric has obviously created this incredible world but because Mm. the actors were like no i think i can do my best work here and then they do that you know they don't just go oh this is like a silly cw show and i can just i can just rely on pretty yeah rely on pretty and phone it in um and it'll be fine yeah like i said it's the difference between roasting a roasting your meat for a stock and getting and boiling it, and it's a slow cook. You process. did not say that in this recording. This Sorry. was a personal conversation. <laughs> Sorry, that we were Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I realized. Like, whoopsie, we weren't recording. We weren't recording, and this so was, was a personal about, conversation. I was just talking about you know cooking skills, and it's like if you want to develop flavor, you put the effort in, and you really, again, if you've made a homemade stock, off topic, but <laughs> if you put the effort in, anything you do, if you put the effort in and you work at it, it 
it generally shows because you've put the time and effort into it. And I feel like that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if these, if it wasn't Jared and if it wasn't Jensen or if mm-hmm. it was either or one. Or even if it wasn't Jeffrey as well. Yeah. I feel like it, we wouldn't get what we, no. what we have. No. And it may have made Jensen and Jared's job harder in like say season two and even season three to real, to, to fix the foundation mm-hmm. because they would have been like, shit, now people think we're just phoning it in and we're just pretty boys who have mm-hmm. a little bit of stuff. Like we're essentially days of our lives actors. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But that's not what this show is. Yeah. So, again, mad props to everybody. Yeah, mad props to everyone. This show is better than it on surface so, level well, yeah. should be. And then Meg calls and we is revealed that John mm-hmm. is with Meg and she's going to kill him. And that's how the episode ends. And yep. it's a to be continued. It is a – because I – Okay, I knew this episode existed, but I forgot about. <laughs> She's heard of this show, guys. <laughs> yeah, you look. I, I don't just talk about random how to make a stock, um, <laughs> or a suit base. No, 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 nay, nay, no. But I forgot that there was because we haven't had a real, like, I thought there was still some more time for the episode mm-hmm. because you you're involved. It's all developing. Mm-hmm. You're like, cool. I'm really invested, and then all of a sudden, snap. Oh, mm-hmm. to be continued. My like, oh shit. Very glad that I don't. It, this is not a an actual week to week episode. <laughs> I would be livid. I would be like, Megan, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't commit to the shit. So, I mean, to be continued, which I guess we can probably say also about this episode of the show for us. Um, we'll be back in that there'll be a new episode up, which is for uh, Devil's Trap, but it's kind of just a, to be continued of mm. this of this conversation. So yeah. I don't know that we'll do our full we won't do an ending. Yeah. We won't do an to, ending. To be, yeah. Because the ending is to be continued. Yeah. I mean, there's no neat package. There's no paper bag wrapping. There's no fancy ribbons. No. There's so, no closure. Um, yeah. In the meantime, stay safe and to be continued. Definitely. <laughs>